Welcome everyone to Voice of the Valley here in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm your host Dave Bell, 428-9494 is the phone number, 928-428-9494. Happy Wednesday everybody, hope you're having a good day. Boy, I hope it's Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? I hope so. It better be. It really desperately needs to be. Uh, that voice here, Trisha Garrett with Copper and Cotton Lifestyle Co. Thank you so much for being here. I missed you. Well, I had you here all summer, and then uh, the Hot Summer Friday promotion ended, and and I didn't know what to do with my Fridays anymore. I'll come see you. Okay. <laughs> she actually did say that. She's like, you know, just because it's over doesn't mean. And I know. I said, it was. It's kind of like every week, like, oh, I haven't been to the radio station. Yeah, and and it, it just, yeah, you get in that three habit. months is a long time. It was, but it was fun because it promoted local business. Speaking of which, I have to bring up bad news. Did you see um, Desiree Chanel announced she's closing her brick and mortar store? Yes, not her, not her shop. Yes, but but just her physical location. Yeah, I was so disappointed to yeah. see that, but I understand. And I, I look, I don't know all of, I don't know any of her financial dealings what what she's paying for rent right you know her personal situation i know none of that so she said she's making the right decision for her business right so good for her but it's always disappointing because that's a great shop extremely disappointing i know one of the things that she mentioned is she's got two young kids and i've said this over and over the last seven years my kids are at a state well even more so now today than they were seven years ago that they don't really need me (laughs) It's extremely hard to run a business and own a business. And it, when you have littles, it just magnifies that. Especially if, like, I know Desiree's husband is always busy. Yeah. So it's not like, there was a point when when my ex and I were together um, and our kids were young. When we first moved to Arizona, because of her job, I had the luxury of staying home with our youngest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I worked part-time. That's, right. that's when I started in journalism. I worked part-time uh, and mainly evenings, so a couple days a week. But that was a luxury. Right. And and very few people have that luxury. Right. So I get it. I'm, I'm with you on this one. And if that's what's pulling Desiree in different directions, she has to do what's right for her family. For sure. Your littles are only little ones. Yeah. They so, really are. <laughs> and and thank goodness the business is still going to keep going. Because she, sure. she's always been successful online. Right. So uh, we still have Josie James. Yes. We just won't necessarily have a physical go in the shop, Josie James. Right. So I need to go in the shop. She's not listening. She's asleep. So I can say this. <laughs> I need to go get my Christmas gifts for my wife. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> and, and Desiree knows what my wife likes. So all I have to do is go in and say, I need this. And Desiree will go, okay. When everything has a season in life in a couple years, she might be in a completely different situation and realize that she misses what she was doing and she's going to figure out how to do something different and her kids are in school by then. Like everything has a season. Yeah. So good for her for making sure her priorities are where they need to be. I, I always worry when I when I hear things like this until I went further and I saw, oh, she's keeping the business. Right. Just just shutting down the storefront that's no big deal right um but uh, mikasa with the same thing and the community rallied apparently because they were supposed to yeah. close what like <laughs> they were august and, yeah and they're still going and um, look my wife has said that's the only tortilla for us so right you know 
I once came home with mission and and I thought we were going to get a divorce. <laughs> I I really did. I couldn't find any mikasa and and you know I didn't grow up with tortillas so. Right. And she's like, no, you don't ever do that again. Never do that again. It's like pizza crust to you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yes. So I'm glad to see that their fingers crossed can maybe make, you know, now that the community understands what we have, maybe they can sustain. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's not the case with copper and cotton. You guys uh, are, are busier than ever. It we seems. are headed into the busy season, and we're yeah. grateful for that. Um, uh, <clears throat> truly a cornerstone business in our downtown. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, you and Genevieve's, I think. I, uh, if if the downtown were a mall, Copper and Cotton, Genevieve's would be the anchors. Yeah, thank you. They, they just would. I mean, it's reality. Uh, and, and so important to our area. And you brought somebody with, and Copper and Cotton's going to once again benefit the community in another way who'd yes. you bring with today you want to introduce yourself yeah i'm rachel richardson and i run the monster exchange food pantry at eac yes so how many years well let, let's and this is the wrong question to ask to start what is copper and cotton doing to help the monster exchange um this is going to be our second annual VIP night, which that is um, the evening that we debut Christmas. And it's this great sneak peek, the fun night that we get to show off all of our hard work and ring in the, the holiday season. Um, last year we did it also, and it's, it, it's a little bit of a different night. It costs $20 to come. You get an ornament. The ornaments are almost spent, done being designed. They're going to be done today. Um, and 100% of the proceeds go to the Monster Exchange. Not a part of it, not the profit, not whatever. 100%. The whole ticket sale goes to the Monster Exchange. We, the, we work really hard to get Christmas set up. And um, it's just a whole, a whole other level. So that first night is special. It's special to us. It's special. We wanted to do something that set it apart from just opening the doors. And so we kind of looked at what we could do, and we've worked with the Monster Exchange. Um, we all year long have a change jar on the counter for them, but just wanted to do something for one of the the places in town that needs some help, and they're doing great for the college kids. Uh, I'm a, I'm a believer in donating to food pantries. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's something that we do at my house. We, we support our neighbors farming pantry, but I don't care where anybody donates. It could be right. St. Vincent, our neighbors could be the monster exchange, could be the bulldog pantry, which right. serves, uh, Safford school kids. I think they give them, I think they still give them a backpack filled with food to go home on the weekends. Nice. Because the kids with, you know, yeah. free and reduced lunch, they'll get that breakfast and lunch. But on the weekends. Yeah. Right. You know, you don't know if they're going to eat. Right. So same thing with the Monster Exchange. You got mm -hmm. kids that, you know, they're not. Every, look, EA's got the lowest tuition in the state, I believe. I believe EA's tuition is lowest in the state. One of the lowest in the nation. It's incredibly affordable. Mm -hmm. for for any post high school institution that doesn't mean every kid has money flowing out of their ears right 
just because it's affordable, they may have used all their money to pay the tuition and the books. Right. So these kids are struggling to eat or to buy toothpaste or shampoo. And that's where the Monster Exchange comes in, correct? Yeah. So we're just kind of supplementing what they already have. So they can come in once a week and take a whole bag of food. Um, and they can come in every day of the week, actually, and make a peanut butter sandwich. We have a room dedicated to peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and we have a microwave for them. And then we also have um, toiletries, and we have used clothing. People donate clothing. We wash it, hang it. The students can come in and take it, whatever they need. So um, right now, we have we also have a grant from the United Way of Graham and Greenlee Counties, which last year covered about one-third of the amount of food that we had. So about two thirds still comes from the community, from fundraisers, from food drives, from copper and cotton. So we need the whole community to make this work and everyone has been so amazing. I wish I had known you were coming in. I have a pile of clothes I've put, I've set aside for donations, so I would have brought them. Oh, and we need men's clothing. I will bring them by. (laughs) I will, uh, I'll make sure I'll grab them tomorrow bring by yeah and you can donate anytime monday through friday from 10 to 1 okay we're there very good hate to say it it's because i've gotten fat so (laughs) these are skinnier clothes (laughs) i blame my wife she's made me happy and when a man's happy he gains weight so (laughs) it's all her fault i totally blame it on her yeah plus Mm -hmm. she's a really good cook she's a really good cook she always says she doesn't cook enough i said really I can't afford to buy more clothes. <laughs> you cook just enough. That's fine. Um, so I, I will drop that off tomorrow. Oh, I, I really you. do just have a pile of clothing yeah. that I was getting ready. I'm like, where where do I want to take it? Right. There, there you, you go. go. You need men's clothing? Done. Yep. Right. Um, so very good. Uh, boy, I was gonna I was gonna mention something with with copper and cotton that, and I. You'll think of it. I know. I would. I'm old. It's that's the problem. Is I'm old. I've decided that. Um, How about we're? Oh, I remember what I wanted to talk about. I think we mentioned this last year. So where I grew up, the Midwest, Chicago, uh, it was a big deal. There's there's a stretch in Chicago. It's in the downtown, the proper downtown. It's called the Magnificent Mile. It's Michigan Avenue, and uh, there are a number. There used to be, when I was a kid, a number of major retailers there. Marshall Field, Carson Perry Scott, Sears, back when Sears was... I've been to Marshall Fields. Yeah, oh, it's beautiful. It's where my grandmother got her wedding dress. Yeah. My it's fir- amazing. My first couch came from Marshall amazing. Fields. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so you would go when they decorated the windows for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that was a big deal. It was mm-hmm. a really... you. The whole family planned a trip just to look at the windows i think it was similar in new york with macy's and oh, gimbals sure. yeah um but i've never been so i cannot say when i moved here i remember my publisher at the time when i was with the courier monica watson the first christmas i was here she made a point of saying you have to go to gingerbread house mm-hmm. and i said why and she goes because they're going to debut christmas and i go but it's christmas it's they didn't debut it. It's 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 been around for a while. She goes, no, 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 it's a big deal. And then I got here and I saw the people lined up, and I went, oh, it's a tradition now. Gingerbread House is, you know, Joe is retired and right, um, so they're not there anymore. I love that Copper and Cotton is continuing that tradition. It's really important for a community to have things like that, especially from the retail sector. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I grew up, I've grown up here my entire life and remember all of those and remember how hard those ladies worked and what they did. And, and it, it just helps ring in that spirit of the giving and the spirit of the year and, and things like that. And, um, I unfortunately don't have the windows that they did, meaning the window to decorate, but I have the windows. And so it's, it's fun. Our windows are going to look awesome this year. And it just, I, um, but it's not just windows. I mean, you've got trees everywhere and and every tree's a little different. Oh yeah. And it really, you know, look, go in and spend money. I'm not saying don't go in and spend money, (laughs) don't spend money, but you can, you could spend a morning just walking the store and marveling at what, is it what you, Harley, and Dana? Um, I have a friend that comes from the valley and okay. helps us. Um, I am going to give a shout out to my husband and my children, my boys. Um, they the Sunday that we close, we'll be there in all day moving stuff, building the frames, building what I like. That they already know they have their to do list, and it's already scaring them. Um, it definitely takes a village. My sisters come in, my friends come in, um, and we've been known to work eighteen hours straight. But the difference, I mean, it's it's a it's a different store. transformation. Yeah, and and it's a beautiful Christmas wonderland. I'm not, yeah, thank I'm, you. Not hyperbole. It just right. is, and it's fun to walk. Yeah, we have a couple that comes over from Tucson about every two months, and he knows he comes in with his dog which I'm like, if your dog can behave, <laughs> he knows to find a chair and sit down with his dog because his wife his wife is going to walk the store for over an hour. And she usually doesn't have a lot in her hand when she's done, but she's just come and walked and looked. And at Christmas time, they he sat there with his dog for two hours. Wow. <laughs> she just walked around <laughs> and checked out everything. And it just, it makes my heart so happy. It makes my heart happy when people enjoy it. And I want to um, make it to where people are like, oh my gosh, we need to join that. We need to do that. We need to bring that downtown back. We need to work on more window fronts and more storefronts and more decorations and lights all the way down Main Street. And Well, you have proposed and I have, I have seconded it every meeting I go to. In <laughs> fact, I have a tourism committee meeting today. I will bring it up again. Can we run lights across Main yeah. Street? Um, the, I, there's a name for them that you see them in the backyards around yeah, like patios. The patio lights. Yeah, patio lights is all right. Uh, would be wonderful. Yeah. And and there's discussion. Can you? Can you? Because right. of the truck sizes. Okay. Well, how about if we string them between the street lights? Yeah. You know, let's compromise. Yeah. Let's figure something out. Right. I am. It's a blessing and a curse. I'm a very visionary person. I can already see what the store looks like for Christmas. <laughs> And so I can see like another transformation of Main Street. And it's my opinion, <laughs> but my opinion's right. <laughs> exactly. And so I'm like, I can see <clears throat> our Main Street decorated and, you know, freshened up a little bit year round, not just at Christmas time, year round. Yes, those lights year round would be fantastic. Colored would be great during the holiday season, right. but, but just plain white during the summer would really encourage people to go downtown at night. Um, it helps a lot with um, vandalism and dark darkness, too. That's yeah. the, one of the first things we did was lit it, we put the lights up in, to light up the front of our store to and help I, with that. I don't think that would impact 
I mean, that those lights couldn't impact the telescopes, no, could they? No, I mean, no, they're those little. No. They're, yeah, they they can't. I mean, yeah. I know our street lights have to be mm, a right. certain wattage <clears throat> and directed in a certain way, but patio lights, I can't see yeah. that being a problem. Yeah, I think we just have to get the right people in the right room. Yeah. So when you get them all gathered up, we'll come. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sell them our speech. <laughs> Um, how has the Monster Exchange been doing this year? How many kids are you, say kids, they're young men and women. Right, they're yeah. 18 years and yeah. up. Um, so already this semester, we've seen over 1,200 students, like 1,200 visits, wow. which is 500 more than last year at the same time. So there's the food insecurities have gone up, and I think it's because the cost of everything has mm-hmm. gone up. So every Monday, I... I'm able to purchase fresh produce and we have about 60 students coming in the door every Monday because they want fresh food and they can't afford it. Uh, I'm assuming also students, young people are more aware of proper eating habits. Yes. So, you know, the dinty more stew that maybe we lived on in, in school uh, years ago, not necessarily the best thing for them. Well, that's still a hot commodity. (laughs) I mean, you eat what you you can. Right. Anything that has everything in it, like a canned stew, is actually really good for them. If that, you know, if they have to choose. If if it's that or, you know, ramen. ramen. Right. 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 So, um, but they've gotten really great at coming in and taking the vegetables. And one student this week was telling me he was cooking something and he realized he could put carrots in it. And I was like, he's like, and I got him from here. And that made awesome. me happy. So they're starting to cook healthier. Are, is the school or, or Monster Exchange doing anything to help them with that? You know, here's what we've got. Here's how you can use it. Right. So every month when I do the newsletter, I'm trying to give them easy recipes, which last month it was how to make a baked potato in the microwave. And you'd be surprised how many students took the recipe card because that's something that you may not know how to do. But a lot of them are cooking in microwaves and rice cookers, and so you've got to figure out what you can make with what you have. I never get a baked potato right in a microwave. It's either undercooked or too hard. I have that microwave baked potato button. Do you? And it seems to do really well. Yeah. I don't get rid of anything until it stops working. Okay. So I've got an old microwave. It does not have a potato button. I need that now. Um, yeah, it it just seems that uh, young people are are much more attuned mm-hmm. to what they should be doing. Whether or not they can is, of course, the question, and that's right. where the Monster Exchange steps in. Right. So we're just. I try to make sure that we're supplying mainly things that we know they can cook, things that we know they can take and heat whatever they with whatever they have but a lot of the students do live in apartments and they can cook whatever they need to if they have it so a lot of what we have in there is like spaghetti and spaghetti sauce and canned corn they love canned corn not green beans so much but corn is a really just flies off the shelves (laughs) so but we're we're appreciative of everything they're they're really appreciative it's great again if anybody wants to donate what are the hours? Monday through Friday, 10 to 1. 10 to 1, okay. Yep. Uh, the other thing is cash. Cash is king, mm-hmm. right? Right. So if we have cash donations like we get from 
Trish, fine <laughs> from Copper and Cotton. Copper and Cotton. Um, we're able to purchase like the produce, which is mainly what we use the United Way grant for. So we're able to get the produce, we're able to get toiletries and just purchase what we know the students can use. But we're also always open and welcome to donations of any kind. Very good. 428-9494 if you have a question for Rachel or for Tricia. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. Did that? Yeah, it's playing. There it is. I hit a button and I could, didn't hear it. I'm old. Again, I'm old. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Welcome back to Voice of the Valley in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm Dave Bell. I'm here with Trisha Garrett, Rachel Richardson. Richardson. Uh, we're talking about Copper and Cotton's VIP event that's coming up, the holiday debut, uh, November 1st. 1st. So the day Wednesday af- this year. Day after Halloween, uh, which, as we all know, is the start of Christmas. Mm-hmm. We just ignore Thanksgiving at this point. It's just we don't bother with that anymore. I still leave Thanksgiving up until Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's a smaller section. Uh, well, there there really is no like Thanksgiving decor, is there? Oh, Maybe sure. the, the horn pumpkins of and turkeys and little. We have all kinds of fall decor at the store. Well, that's fall decor, not Thanksgiving <laughs> decor. We have some Thanksgiving, David okay. Bell. All right. There's like some dishes that are. They're cute. They have funny little scenes on them for, you know, your different Thanksgiving oh, side dishes and, and stuff. And, stuff. And, okay. you know, your sweet potatoes and your that kind of stuff. And I, I'm saying this because Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. I love Thanksgiving. I do. It's my absolute favorite. Uh, now that the kids are grown. Yeah. You know, once there's multiple grandchildren, I think Christmas will come back as my favorite. But until, with the kids grown, it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Because it's... Dave's time to eat. <laughs> so. That's funny. I was one of 47 grandkids. So every other year we had Thanksgiving at my grandparents' house. Of course, not everybody could make it, but um, my sisters brought back every other year. So this is the other year. So we'll have Thanksgiving this year. <clears throat> I will never complain, but Thanksgiving happens to be the busiest weekend of the year for the store. Mm-hmm. And so Thanksgiving's taken on a different look for us the last seven years, <laughs> but we still enjoy it. That's, that's, you know, that brings up something I'd, I'd like to discuss with you. We both sit on the Safford Downtown Association mm-hmm. Board. Uh, matter of fact, we have a meeting tonight. We do. We do. <laughs> um, Mary Main Street that night is, I think, universally regarded as the busiest shopping night for all the businesses down Main Street. Most of the businesses. I can't speak to the beauty salons and the right. barber shops, that sort of thing. Retail. Right, but retail. Yeah. You know, the wear does great. You do great. Genevieve's does great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know GCRC. You can't, I mean, they're just flooded with people. Mm-hmm. So we know that. I, I think Misfits does very well. I know uh, Marsha's Garden did when she was directly on Main Street. I think it's still a good yeah, night for Yeah, it's her. still a good day. Yeah. Uh, they're on what seventh, right? They're on seventh. Um, but I hear other events on Main Street. The stores struggle. It's one of the reasons why Salsa Fest shifted how the vendors are this year. I, 
can I get your input having now experienced it from he's both sides? Put, he's going to make me do this on the radio. Well, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just wondering what it is that that we as association members, as event planners, because yes. you're on most of the events committees. I am. <laughs> um, what what can we do to help those retailers? Because that's our goal. Right. Is is to ensure that our retailers are doing well so they in turn can donate to their favorite favorite charity you support monster exchange um doesn't matter which retail which nonprofit or retailer supports they're helping the community right so how do we help them what can we do and and you have you you're probably the rarest of all of us because you you're literally on both sides yeah I have a different opinion than most business owners on Main Street. Which is probably what we need. Um, I believe that Spring Fest and Fall Fest and everything that's on Main Street should be all down Main Street and Main Street should be closed off and we should do it bigger and better. There is a couple hiccups that we've discussed with the chamber and things like that to make it run a little bit smoother. Um, Back to being a visionary person, business isn't always about the day. So when you make a bigger event and you bring Main Street all the way from Genevieve's to Kimpton's is closed and something's happening and people are coming from out of town, your sales might not reflect what you think they should that one day. But if that customer decides that six weeks later, they're like, let's go somewhere for the day and they come back to Safford and they come back to those stores and they come back to Main Street. And we are lucky to have Main Street like we do, like a lot of towns don't have a Main Street. And a lot of towns are building main streets so that they will have one. And so um, when it comes to that sales day, it might not be as great. We have to up our manpower. So payroll's more and it actually costs more. But I see the longevity of it. And so I think that things that are on main street should be from block to end to end, make it bigger, make it better. Now, I'm, I'm a big Trisha supporter because I think everything she suggested, I'm saying this to, to Rachel right now, everything that she suggested I think is the right way to go. She, mm-hmm. she convinces me. I always say <laughs> I, I, my mind can be changed if somebody comes at me with logic. Right. And, and mm-hmm. I listen to Trisha and I go, that makes perfect sense. I'm going to counter with one thing. This is the big complaint I hear, especially from the restaurants. Um. To do that, you have to close the street earlier than the event. So now I've lost three or four hours of sales opportunity or my regular customers, my beauticians, you've been a beautician, um, they can't get to me for those hours. Yes, they'll come back in the evening and see whatever we're doing, but it's those those hours beforehand that also impact business. Oh, for sure. Um, And you've experienced that. 100%. Yeah. is there anything that we can do for those businesses? I mean, obviously we should, well, not obviously, can we keep the side streets open so that at, at the very least they can park close-ish? Maybe well, not keep in front the of the side door. streets open until closer to that to, event because yeah. <clears throat> I've discussed with the chamber that when your event's going on on Saturday, your vendors don't really need to set up until after midnight on Saturday and you... And I, David Bell, have both been in line at 3 Mm -hmm. (laughs) a.m. Waiting for our events to wake up or get going. I've set up in the dark. I've set up with headlamps on. Like, you don't have to shut the street down the day prior with nothing going on. 
when it doesn't start till the next day. That was one of my big suggestions. Shut the main street down at 8 o'clock at night, Friday night, and they have until 6 a.m. to be set up. Vendors will do that. We've yep. done it. I've done it. Yeah. I've yeah. done it lots of times. <laughs> it, it, it's it's a miserable feeling, but yes, you're 100% right. My we boys are that. so grateful that we don't travel and set up and unload horse trailers full of stuff and do and three o'clock in the morning and headlamps and jackets. And then by three o'clock that afternoon, you're in the same space and you're hot. And, you know, you just, there's a little give and take with everything there is. And, and it's if you want to focus on the day or if you want to focus on the longevity. See, that's why I asked Trisha. And I, uh, <laughs> it's always logical. Uh, one more time, because we're in our last minute. Uh, if anybody wants to donate to the Monster Pantry, what days and times? So we're open Monday through Friday from 10 to 1. And if you want to do a monetary donation, that does need to go through the foundation at the college. All right. And the special event at Copper and Cotton? It is November 1st, which is a Wednesday. It's going to be $20. 100% of the proceeds go to the Monster Exchange. Hopefully by Friday, we'll have a link on our social media where you can go on and buy the ornament or by Friday, you'll be able to come in store and buy the ornament. And that ornament is your golden ticket to get in. Outstanding. Trisha Garrett, Rachel Richardson, thank you both for being here. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having us. And thank you all for listening as well. I'm out of here for right now, but I'll be back tomorrow. Until then, have a great day.